everyone for joining us. This is me, by myself, Ace King Offsuit. The man known as the main squeeze for some reason. I don't know why. I still don't know why. I don't think I'll ever know why. But that's okay. Because I have someone, even though I'm the main squeeze, there's someone who outranks me here today. Because joining me at this moment, not, not just a normal man, but a saint. Of course, I am talking about Saint Cola. How you doing, sir? When you intro me like that, I, I feel fantastic. I guess I've, I feel a little bit blessed, you know, to, you know, to be here. So thank you for uh, inviting me. How are, how are you doing, Ace? I'm doing okay. You know what? I'm okay. I'm living. I'm living. I, 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 I don't need to be living luxuriously. I'm just living. Yeah. As long as like like we that. in there. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, man, what's up? What, what what are you up to right this moment? I, I know you've, you've got a lot going on. Actually, I'm in that nice lull period. I just came back uh, from PAX West doing commentary there for Guilty Gear. And now I'm in this, like, nice lull period where, you know, you just wait for the emails to come through. You wait for a few more confirmations, and you're like, okay, we're back on the train. But I'm, like, in, right in that nice little period of just chilling right now. For someone who does work uh, freelance, a lot of people in the FGC do, what advice do you have for them trying to live that life? Mm. You know, my biggest piece of advice is do not use this as your only form of cash flow. Like, at all. Do not do it. Especially when it comes to commentary. You, you don't control when you're selected all the time. You don't always control how much you'll get paid. Uh, and you know, you don't always control when you get paid too. You know, you have net 30, net 60, sometimes net never. So uh, if you're doing this just for money, it's, it's not the route. This is not the way. Are you saying that there are tournament organizations out there that will claim to give you money and then just not give you money? That's absurd to me. Who could have known? That? Who could have known? <laughs> I will be honest, though. I will be honest. It hasn't happened to me too much. I've gotten paid by everything I've done recently, so I can't I can't speak to it too much. But I've I've definitely talked to a lot of commentators that have had it happen, and you know, there's always the chase down of like, hey, you know, it's that thirty, it's uh, but it's like sixty days past, like what's going on? So, you know, there's things that you have to do to uh, to maybe chase down stuff. But it has happened to other people. It probably will happen to me, so it'll happen to you too. You you've been. One of the people who have been on the absolute come up uh, over the last couple years. Uh, you're let's let's start at the beginning though. Where how okay. how did you enter this entity known as the FGC? You know, I've been in the FGC for years, like way back. Like I started playing. Uh, with uh, you know Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, and I was I was do the Bernstein Bear effect or whatever, where you're like it's Championship Edition. I've caught myself doing that a million times. I'm I'm older than most people think. I'm in my I'm in my like my, my almost mid thirties now, so like I'm older than what people, most people think. Um, so I've been in the scene for a while. I wasn't really a ton, the kind of person who traveled a lot. You know, I was in the Midwest a lot. Um, I didn't really go to like a lot of tournaments and stuff. I was a homebody. I went, you know, SRK forums and stuff like that, IRC forums and things like that, GameFAQS, all those other forums and stuff. I didn't actually start leaving, uh, you know, two tournaments, two two other events besides the sporadic ones that were like very very local until like I came to Chicago, in 2010. At that point, 
I started going to my boy Kevin Ferris tournaments. He would have those for Street Fighter Four and stuff like that. Marvel and stuff. I would show up there. But I never really got into like the, the, the offline, you know, like beating people and stuff like that till Street Fighter Five. That was actually the point where I was like, all right, let me become a part of the, the offline. There's humans out here. Let me let me talk to them. Let me speak to them. It feels weird because, you know, for a long time we talked about the O Niners being the new people. You mm-hmm. know. And now at this point, they're like 12, 13 year veterans. There are people coming into the scene who have never known life without those O-Niners. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Oh, you're making me shrivel up right now. <laughs> making me reverse what? Benjamin Button up here. <laughs> old man's club, old man's games. I'll, I'll send you the card in, in, after we're done. You'll get the membership, mm. uh, <laughs> the early bird special coupons. I got you. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Midwest, though. You, you you're you're from Chicago. I have to correct because most people think I'm from Chicago because I've been for, in Chicago for about like over ten years, and I claim Chicago as my city. But I previously used to live in a place called Peoria, which is three hours away from Chicago. That's where I you know grew up, you know, kid and stuff like that, and my teenage and adult life, part of that. But I you know as my home home though, like what feels like home is Chicago. So I always claim Chicago. Like I'm always like. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Chicagoan. They're like, where you live before that? It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's like it, it, your life is split into before Chicago and after Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AC and BC. <laughs> but Chicago, Peoria, yeah, Illinois, the entire Midwest sort of gets slept on a lot. Because whenever you hear people talk about fighting game scenes, it's always, you know, oh, NLBC, oh, Wednesday Night Fights, it's East Coast, it's West Coast. What's it like seeing more shine get on the Midwest as of late? I actually have one of the benefits, I guess, of of, of COVID was giving people in the Midwest a, a, a way to shine. You know, for me, I got a lot more opportunities because of the online tournaments so I got a lot more of that, oh, this guy, even though he's from the Midwest, he's good. Let me put him on, stuff like that. Same thing with the players, too, who have, you know, had, you know, they made, you know, made waves before COVID, like Dual Kevin and such. Um, but then you have, like, events dedicated to the Midwest. You have a lot more popping out or including the Midwest. So you have CASA, um, when that was going on, you had Digital Havoc, uh, the online local and stuff like that. So you see a lot of Midwest players doing you know, really well out there. Obviously, NLBC, too. Like, you know, our own Lizard Man doing work out there, getting top eight. Uh, and then you have the Midwest CPT that uh, Capcom put on, which is kind of controversial because people are like, well, why would you have something for the Midwest? You know, like, wh- why does it matter that they get, you know, uh, a regional selection? But in my opinion, I've watched the Midwest clean up a ton of players. I've watched them. We've had a dude named Stack Bradford. He went over to, I forgot what, what the what the tournament was, but he beat Edison. So, like, or was it Storm Kubo? One of the one of the Abigail players at the time. He beat one of those. So, like, the players have the potential. If you give them a place to play, you give them a, a thing to work towards, we are just like any other region. We have we have that strength, the ability to do that stuff, too, to get to that top. So, recently, it's been great to see them. It's like, this should have been happening previously. And... Uh- it seems like that's one of the benefits of what's changed during COVID. Um, we are starting to see the other side, though. I know you just talked about uh, coming back from PAX West, doing an offline event. Do you think 
as we see more offline events, do you think that there are things that will carry over from this sort of time period into this new this new normal whatever it looks like? I think so. I, I'd like to think that I'll do more events in the offline uh, kind of side of things. And I think the people that do put in a lot of work in the online tournaments that really do the in-work. I'm not just saying like, oh, I've commentated something, you know. They brand themselves right and all that stuff like that. They promote what they need to. They really do the hustle that uh, is necessary to be a good commentator. Um, I think those people will will still shine outside uh, when we start going to offline events. Um, I think also it's opening people's minds to being like, we got to let other, these other players, we got to invite some of these players that we didn't know, like Rob TV, we got to start inviting this dude, some invitationals and stuff like that. He's good. Also, he's a good host too. So these people like, you know, need to be included in these discussions instead of just grabbing them from the same places. Uh, but there is still, I think, the aspect of, um, I think we might have that, we'll just go back to what we were doing a little bit too, to stay a little bit more solid, like to be safe. You know, like let's not rock the boat too much if we don't have a lot of money. And this isn't about like talent or whatever. This is just like, you know, how we usually do stuff for tournaments and stuff like that. Like we don't have the the the, the funds that we're, we're coming back from COVID so maybe, you know, tournaments might or tournament organizers might think, let's try to go back to what we did a little bit before we start experimenting, uh, you know, with all those cool, fancy ideas like team tournaments and stuff like that. They may not happen as consistently, but it may build up to that. You're another one of those people that really, it feels like you glowed up uh, over the last year and a half. Because, like, all of a sudden you were, like, commentating everything you you're doing all of these different things including by the way congratulations getting into evo yeah <laughs> what, what was that journey like going from you know how did first of all how what did you do to get there oh boy it's it it's funny cuz i'll talk i'll talk to people i'll tell them this and they'll have no clue cuz all it looks like is that I jumped to a bunch of events and I commentated a lot of events, but during COVID, like right when COVID started, I was like, I don't want to stop because I had money saved up. I was going to go travel. I was going to try to, you know, put my name into some commentary things and, and see how things went. Then COVID hit. And I was like, well, I don't want to quit. I don't want to, you know, leave this stuff. I love commentating like this. I love doing it. It's a fun hobby. I love, you know, talking about street fighter, guilty gear, grand blue. doesn't matter what it is as long as I love it. Right. So I was like, I don't want to stop doing this. Let me see what's going on in the online sphere. And I just be like, hey, you guys need a commentator? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, pop on the mic. And then because my job is at home, because I, you know, I write for Red Bull, I don't have to do too much. I don't have to like do too much to leave and you know, doesn't exit out of my time too much. I can like, okay, I'll schedule myself for this commentary block. And then after, I'll just go to work or I'll write out whatever I need to write out. Right. So I didn't really think about the grind part. I wasn't like, I need to grind five tournaments a week or whatever. It just kind of happened because it made me happy, you know, made me, I guess, feel a little bit more normal. And it kind of gave me that element of like, I get to interact with people, players in, uh, in Twitch chat or whatever, or the people watching. And it just became a thing where it's like, I just wanted that, that feeling of normal and to give people that feeling of normal back to them and, you know, pro provide some hype for these, these smaller events and things like that. And then eventually, um, this was after doing a, a bunch of Wednesday night fights and a bunch of tournaments and stuff, um, I got hit up in the Discord by by Vi, and he was like, "Hey, you want to do CPT online?" I was like, "Wait, I, like 
me? He's like, yeah, you've been doing a lot of work. It's time for your shot. And then that's when everything just went like that. Like, just soared up. I did CPT. Um, I've done a ton of, like, finals, rotationals and stuff like that. Um, this year, I've done the Intel World Open for the Olympics, which is ridiculous. The season finals this year, too, as well. Um, Evo, as you just said. And hopefully more. Hopefully more. Hoping for more. All right. Let me try and list all this off. You do commentary with CPT. You've done commentary with Evo. You work with Panda Global, you work with Combo Breaker, you write for Red Bull. How in the world do you keep track of all of these projects that you have going on? Uh, so, like, this is gonna, this is a peek behind my curtain. This is how I do the commentary. I actually have a Google Doc for every character, uh, for whatever game that I'm commentating in a general one. I'm always filling them up with information, always changing stuff, always watching VODs and stuff like that constantly of both guilty gear and street fighter right now um i'm practicing i probably practice with 10 matches per day on the on the minimum that means i go in and i look at like a you know like you know the content scalpers out there like yo look at the cfn match and like i'll practice over that like i'll probably do about 10 a day on the minimum side of things and then i'll talk to other top players get their opinions about stuff you know always just be talking back and forth so i keep my knowledge straight and then i'm you know i'm looking at things for you know vocal patterns and stuff like that i'll read about that stuff a lot more now which i've more recently do um and then when i have time i try to stream and then beyond that you know i do the writing for red bull which i schedule myself you know enough time to get the information write about the people and stuff like that um but this is all it doesn't feel like work so it doesn't feel like it's it's busy work to me like i'll end my day and i'll be like dang i did a lot but if i um look back it doesn't feel like it's work it doesn't feel like it's pressure but even with everything around that even with even outside of the commentary where I'm like helping promote stuff where I'll, I'll clip stuff from streams and you know, put it up on Twitter. So, Hey, I was commentating this event. Look at this great thing. Go check out the VODs there or whatever. We're working for Panda or shooting stuff. It doesn't feel like it's work. So thankfully it keeps me not stressing out. Like I actually used to work at a library on a side job, uh, but they closed that down because of COVID and Panda creation has kind of taken place of that. So now I get to work pretty much fully in esports. It's a lot of stuff at once that's in esports, but it's enough that, you know, I, 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 we, we do okay out here. Is there anyone who you've really patterned yourself or tried to learn from within the FGC on your, on your journey? You know, one of the biggest people that have really, there's like actually two people that have really shown me like what grind really means. It was Rob TV and Sharpie. Those two people, Black Excellence, by the way, those two people have really shown me what it means to, to grind, like to really put down that work. And I think when people think of, even just for commentary, it's like, well, I'll just sit on the mic and I'll just do this. What like, what else are you doing after that, before that? What are you doing to study the game? Are you practicing before you even hit these events that are local or regional or whatever? You know, what are you doing to keep yourself up? Are you making the right connections? Are you keeping out of trouble? Which I see so many people not keeping out of trouble. But all these things, that that's part of the grind too, which, you know, I didn't really catch until I saw Sharpie and, and Rob really do those things. And I was like, I got to keep up too. Like, I see what they're doing. I got to I gotta be in that lane too. With all the opportunities that have come your way, is there one moment or one particular event that stands out above all the rest? <laughs> it's It's got to be something from Poland. It's got to be... <laughs> uh you know what 
there's like I feel like there's a couple um being blessed enough to commentate um the the C region for the Intel World Open. I have a lot of friends that are out there and being able to commentate uh my friend Brandon's is his win at Sheen, uh who I, who is he was a great person, but to see Brandon win over Sheen was like that was great to be able to commentate a scene that I've been watching for years on the versus weekly and stuff like that. And the local scene interacting with a lot was, was really just lucked out really well. Um, I think the other, other thing was being in a Polish rap video, which was completely wild. We were walking and all of a sudden they were like, yo, we're shooting a video. Y'all want to be in it. So we were the hype men in the background. It was me, Javits, F word, Rob. And we were just, <laughs> just dancing in the back. I'd probably say Poland as a whole would probably be that 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 coolest thing that I've done this year. I know it's kind of a cop out answer, but just being out in a different country the first time for me, um, and being able to commentate beside people that I haven't been able to commentate with, and at what would be I guess the biggest level since you know it's the Olympics is um, was was ridiculous. And I something I wasn't expecting. I woke up one morning, I looked at my email, and they're like, You wanna be a caster slash analyst? I'm like, is this a is this like a is this a trick? Is this like a is this a joke or is this a scam? So like, you know, that had to have been probably the best experience. And I, I'd say Yeah, I'd say Poland. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Poland. You cannot talk about a Polish rap video that you're in and not drop the link. I will find the link for y'all so y'all can see it. It is, uh, let's just say the FGC, we cross some boundaries. We cross some boundaries, people. So, so that's instantly like top three FGC crossover moments. It's like you, it, it, it's the Polish rap video. It's Yipes and Sherry getting their voices dubbed for that Japanese hot dog oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's number three, but but that's one and two right there. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom, the the Yipes and, and Sherry, and then you know the, the FGC and the Polish rap video. <laughs> we can't top the Polish rap video. That's it. We're done. Oh, uh, where can people find you? Where can people find me? Y'all can find me at uh, at underscore Saint Cola on Twitter and then Twitch on twitch.tv slash Saint underscore Cola. Uh, I'm streaming the drink where basically come through and I usually have something in the background like Street Fighter or Guilty Gear but I'm usually talking about stuff or shooting stuff for the Panda FGC uh, channel y'all can check that out too there's a Panda FGC channel you can find on YouTube make sure y'all check that out hit the sub button I gotta say you know hit the sub button also hit the sub button for the best stuff out here too as well give them some love too as well I gotta show for y'all too y'all be doing some good work see I don't even need to do my job you do it for me Oh, <laughs> we'll appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll, I'll see you later, and we will see you later. Remember, hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. I'm, I'm a YouTuber now, so I can say smash there that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. Uh, we will see you again soon.